This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montilla, occasionally known what is as your mayor of PHNX. What is happening? And I'm joined by my vice mayor, the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. Uh, that the sound you just heard was was my voice being cloned by AI. Uh, and it's only a matter of time until I am not needed here anymore. Welcome into the PHNX D-Backs <laughs> podcast. Of course, I'm Derek. This is Jesse. We're thrilled to have you. Uh, and of course, we have a lot to talk about, including uh, some terrifying AI news. And I guess you could say some disappointing AI news. But we promise we're real people. At least I promise you I'm a real person. I can't speak on his behalf. But uh, Jesse, let's talk about Merrill Kelly. Because I don't think he gets talked about enough. I think you've kind of creeped people out in the chat a little bit. Have I? Yeah. I also think that for people who are joining us here on video, they they saw with their own eyes that you were, in fact, not speaking. Correct. As those words were being said. Correct. But there is a probably sizable group of audio listeners. That have no idea what just happened. They fully believe that you just introduced the show mm-hmm. in a kind of robotic sounding voice. Yeah. And yeah. that did not happen. Yeah, that was unsettling. Uh, when I first heard that recording, I was under the impression that Derek had recorded it just trying to sound like it was AI, like trying to sound like it was a robot. And then afterwards, I was told that that was, in fact, AI trying to replicate Derek's voice. And yes, it does sound a little robotic, but it also kind of sounds like you. And it's terrifying it's it's horrible it's horrible we need to stop the computers (laughs) at all costs forget what we said about robot umpires because it's a slippery slope obviously but yes like jesse said uh that was ai and and yeah my the artificial intelligence version of me sounds very sad very sad um it's its soul is trapped inside of a computer just like my real soul is trapped inside a gas station pump but uh again going back to merrill kelly uh one month ago today merrill kelly threw one of the greatest games of his entire career when the diamondbacks absolutely needed him to do so the most yeah he really did uh october 28th this is at texas game two of the world series merrill kelly on the mound against jordan montgomery d-backs had lost a heartbreaker the night before some things didn't go great late in the game after the d-backs got a lead in the middle of the game 
Uh, they wind up losing game one of the World Series six to five, come back into game two. It's a pitcher's duel, Derek, throughout most of the game. Don't be misled by the nine to one final score <laughs> of game two of the World Series. This was a uh, this game was very, very close up until the latter three innings of this game. Merrill Kelly, seven innings, three hits, one run, no walks, nine strikeouts. He had a game score of 76, which if I'm remembering correctly, is the highest game score posted by a Diamondbacks pitcher in the postseason outside of Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson. Uh, This slid in right up there with some of their postseason starts that were a big part of how the Diamondbacks won the World Series back in 2001. Merrill Kelly was absolutely outstanding. And yes, we are maybe going to talk about the... uh, Sports Illustrated thing. If, if anyone's wondering <laughs> yeah. why we just randomly yeah. started our show that way, yeah, we got more. We got more on artificial intelligence and the Sports Illustrated AI scandal, as Kevin in the chat asks, um, and more on me being irreplaceable, of course. But uh, Merrill Kelly also <laughs> fairly irreplaceable for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And again, we we've said this before, but Kelly tends to not necessarily get the credit he deserves at times. I know a lot of Diamondbacks fans value. Him and I know a lot of Diamondbacks fans absolutely uh, think very highly of him. But you know, again, Merrill, you know, at, at times was arguably the best pitcher on this team. And yeah. Zach Gallen tends to get he tends to get all the press. He tends to get the spotlight a bit. But Kelly was just outstanding this season for the Arizona Diamondbacks. We can take a look at his numbers uh, this season, but his 2023 stats pretty remarkable. And again, this was this wasn't the guy that was in the Cy Young conversation, really. You know, and, then, yeah. and looking at those numbers, it's it's kind of incredible to think that he wasn't. He had a better ERA than Zach Gallen when all was said and done. And I know talking with some other reporters who were, uh, you know, either voting in, in the Cy Young race or, uh, you know, just people who are maybe voting in other things didn't have a Cy Young vote this year. They were like, dang, I'd be pretty close to voting for Merrill Kelly instead of Zach Gallen. Uh, and when all was said and done, Merrill Kelly didn't get any Cy Young votes. Of course, Zach Gallen did get some Cy Young votes. He got a first place vote. I think he got one second place vote as well. Um, but yeah, Merrill Kelly coming into this season, if I'm being totally honest, I looked at his 2022 season with the 337 ERA, the 200 innings. I thought it was a great year for Merrill Kelly. And I was a little bit skeptical that he would ever do anything like that again. If I'm being just Totally transparent. Sure, sure. I thought that was the best year that Merrill Kelly would ever have, maybe by a significant margin. Not that he wasn't a good pitcher, not that he wasn't criminally underrated, uh, you know, even after just one year of doing that. But he came back and he did it. He basically had the same year again. I mean, he basically did the did the same thing again, being one of the most productive pitchers in the National League and in all of baseball, of course. An ERA even lower, as you saw there, at 3.25, a 1.19 whip this season. He was an anchor for this team. And in the postseason, I mean, there's no question between Zach Allen and Merrill Kelly. Merrill Kelly was more consistent for the Diamondbacks throughout that postseason run. He was a huge part of how they got as far as they did. And even though Merrill Kelly got that World Series stage and probably has a lot more notoriety now than he might have a few months ago, I still think Merrill Kelly is probably one of the more underrated pitchers in baseball. Just his ability to come over from Korea and, you know, be kind of a solid number four starter when he first came up and then all of a sudden uh, turn things into a different gear and become one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. It's a remarkable journey. And 
he's maybe the best story on the Diamondbacks. Like of all the players that they've had, all the players who have you know played a big role on on this in this team's success, uh, especially this season. Merrill Kelly for me is right at the top of the list. I mean, he just he just had such an incredible season. Uh, the storylines, everything, yeah. overcoming you know the the demons uh, against the Dodgers. You had the fact that he quietly did his job, you know, and 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 meanwhile suffered you know some injuries, which is most likely the reason. As Elise, who is a known baseball GM, says, uh, if he hadn't gotten hurt, he would have been in the conversation. Um, yeah, the Cy true. Young conversation, true. Right? Yeah, he gets Cy Young votes if he doesn't miss right. those whatever it was, like three weeks. Yeah, and, I, and, I believe that. And it's rough because that, those were blood clots, and that's actually a very serious, you know, situation. It's it's worse than you know a lot of other injuries just because of the fact that it could potentially be life threatening. You know, it's it's not like his ended up getting that far along, but still something you have to be very you know cautious of, especially. You know, if you're um, an athlete like Merrill Kelly is, he also had the issues with the cramping as well. That kind of limited some of his performances. We might have seen, you know, a, a couple of complete games potentially. There's a couple of situations where we don't know how long he really would have gone yeah. had it not been for the cramping. But, I mean, again, just Merrill, his numbers, everything about him, he just has been an incredible, an incredible asset for the Diamondbacks. You know, when you look at uh, him coming over from Korea and just everything he's been able to do here in Major League Baseball. He really has, you know, increased his stock, you know, substantially. And and uh, I mean, Gabriel said it. Glad we still have him. He'd be making twenty five plus mil a year, probably based on his performances. Absolutely. Yeah, the D-backs made a very wise decision at the beginning of last season to extend Merrill Kelly. Uh, one of the more under the radar, like excellent extensions that has been signed. And I guess from a team perspective, from Harold Kelly's perspective, this team is very good. At probably that. shouldn't assign that thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's been just such a huge part of this team here over the last couple of years. And, and the state, I mean, it's not to cut you off, but I mean, yeah. like that's that's got to be a big part of it because he is so connected to the state of Arizona. He's played so much of his his career as a baseball player here in some True. form or another. Right. So it's like, there has to be a part of him that really enjoys getting to play, you know, for this team and in, in, in a city that he kind of grew up in and he, and he spent a lot of time in and, and, you know, just continue to be a part of Arizona sports history. Like that's, yeah. that, that's gotta be at least a small impact on him signing that extension and wanting to stay here in the Valley. Yeah. I think looking back on the world series and the way that things went down, if the Diamondbacks find a way to win that just gut-wrenching game five, <laughs> which is... Give him a game six. If you get that World Series to game oh. six with Merrill Kelly on the mound... I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. He's I, making me sick. I do this every He's night. He's making me sick. <laughs> I literally am sick to my stomach I right now. I can't sleep. Think about if they won game one. Yeah. Do we want to think about I that? mean, we could... Do we want what to if this? Christian Walker doesn't uh, miss Tony Perez Chica's? Okay, all right, let's, we, all right, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Out of here. <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this with you, Jesse. Not today. What if Tony Perez Chica held him up instead of waving him through for as long as he did? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we could we could do a whole show just on the Tony Perez Chica Christian Walker incident in Game Three of the World Series. I do not but, want to do that either. Yeah, so I, just yeah, I guess there's maybe, press on. Maybe press not on. much of a market for that at this point. We wanted but, to talk about Merrill Kelly and uh, 
everything that he did. You wanted to talk about if he got that game six. I know. That's, I, you're gonna I, just, Go I, I think we just have to acknowledge that if the Diamondbacks find a way to win game five and get the World Series to a game six, it, it was advantage Diamondbacks. Merrill Kelly clearly outpitched Jordan Montgomery the first time through. And I think if you were a Rangers fan, you would have probably gotten real uncomfortable if that gets to a game six, especially knowing what the Diamondbacks did in the previous series in the NLCS playing in Philadelphia. Yeah, because you don't let us get, get you don't let us get two, Jesse. Because if you let us get two, what can happen, Damon? That's just the worst mistake you can make. Because then you could then they'll get mistake. three. Then they'll get three. That's the way that that works. But I know a lot of people are very angry at me at I'm this point. Furious. So I'll, I'll stop. But just talking about Merrill uh, Kelly in general again, the big thing that Merrill Kelly did this season, and he was great in 2022. He was, in, in my estimation, even better in 2023 because he found a way to kick up his swing and miss to, to a level that, frankly, I never expected Merrill Kelly to reach. His strikeout rate this season was 25.9%. Zach Gallons was 30%. Basically identical. I think last year you would have said, all right, Zach Gallon is like the strikeout artist. He's yeah. the the big time number yeah. one. And Merrill Kelly's out Merrill there just, just wear, wearing him down. Just get some ground, ground balls, infield pop-ups. Yeah. That wasn't the Merrill Kelly that we saw in 2023. He was he was getting strikeouts. He Good. had nine punch outs in that game two of the World Series that we talked about earlier. And a big part of it was that Merrill Kelly, of his own accord, over the offseason decided that he was going to throw how, he was going to learn how to throw a slider and he came in to spring training i'm i think there was maybe some initial skepticism about how good that slider would be or how big of a part how big a part of his arsenal it would become and it wasn't like he was throwing it a ton but it was a really effective outpitch for him at various points in the season something he didn't have in 2022 i think that really added to his arsenal and Merrill Kelly found a way to, to get even better even after a really impressive 2022 season. So I guess the question here that we proposed and that we were going to discuss is where does Merrill Kelly rank for you in Major League Baseball as far as starting pitchers go? Is he in your top 25? Is he yeah. in your top 20? Does he rank in your top 15? Uh, I mean, I would say it would probably be a stretch to say that he uh, would – rank in the top 10 right but probably a stretch to say the top 10 okay so yeah i was kind of fooling around with this trying to figure out where exactly i would put merrill kelly it is a little tricky because we should acknowledge that his his peripherals still don't fully back up his low three era uh, i think his his expected era from Statcast was in the low fours i think his fip was 3.8 something like that somewhere in the in the mid high threes so you know, I, I, we have to evaluate him the same way that we would any other pitcher, right? Like when I look at uh, Framber Valdez or whatever from the Astros, like his peripherals weren't all that great this season. And I, I certainly take that into account with how I evaluate him. But yeah, I think just real quick, we can we can try to get at least some idea of roughly where Merrill Kelly lands at this point in his career. I'm just going to start listing off pitchers that I would put ahead of Merrill Kelly. I think that's probably the simplest way to do this. Okay. So Zach Wheeler, I think I would probably put ahead of Merrill Kelly. Yeah. Spencer Strider, I know his ERA wasn't that great this past year, but the swing and miss is absolutely absurd. And I refuse to believe that he's going to post like high three, low four ERAs for the rest of his career. So that's two. <laughs> uh, Kevin Gosman, Garrett Cole, Logan Webb. Logan Webb's close. 
I think there's maybe an argument to there's maybe an argument to be made there. Um, Zach Gallen, uh, how do you feel about that? Uh, Zach Gallen, yeah, I, would I think you have to put Zach Gallen yeah. higher, even though their their level of production was similar in 2023. Uh, and if Merrill does throw another 20 innings, who knows? You know what the Cy Young vote situation looks like. Yeah. So that's six pitchers that Logan. we would put higher than Merrill Kelly. I have Logan Webb. Logan Webb. I Merrill. have Logan Webb. Um, Zach Eflin hasn't done it for real long, but man, he was good with the Rays this past season. Um, he's kind of right on the edge, but I, I think I would maybe put Zach Eflin a little bit higher. Um, and then after that, it, it gets tough. I, I guess Blake Snell won the Cy Young yeah. Award. I know the walks are pretty ugly. I yeah. think I'd probably have to put him in there. But yeah, yeah, it's hard not to say that he's a not a better pitcher than Merrill Kelly. He just right? won. I mean, he's like, gonna. He just won the. He just won the NL Cy Young Award. Uh, Corbin Burns. Maybe a little bit more stability. There's a long track record there. Uh, their performance again in 2023, pretty pretty similar. But I think I would put Corbin Burns, Luis Castillo of the Mariners comes to mind. So I think at that point we've gotten to, want to say 11, and then and so that would put Merrill Kelly 12th, I guess, if he was to slot in right behind all those guys. But even then, it's tough. I mean, there's Pablo Lopez of the Twins. There's George Kirby of the Mariners. Could I I'd maybe that? put him there. Kodai Senga. Uh, I mean, we've only seen one year of Kodai Senga, but man, it was a good one. Yeah, I have a hard time not having Senga in my top 10 for pitchers, but that was just based on performance from last year. I think he's... Do you have Garrett Cole? Garrett, yeah. Okay. Garrett Cole is, yeah, that's a that's a pretty clear one. Okay. Um, So I think he's basically right around number 15. It's pretty hard to figure out exactly. I mean, we could really scrutinize some numbers here and try to figure out exactly where he would go. Yeah, but, but specifically with the time that he missed, you can't compare apples to apples when it comes to some of those other guys, especially on things based like war, like win-loss record or anything like that. Just sure. He was, just wasn't there, right? But He belongs in like the Jordan Montgomery... Maybe Justin Steele. I know Steele was really good this year, That's but there's fair. not a ton of track record there. Framber Valdez had pretty similar numbers this year. Lazardo, Jesus Lazardo. Yeah, yeah, he's like kind of right there in that group of pitchers, like right in the 15 to 20 range. So I think you could absolutely make a case that Merrill Kelly is a top 15 pitcher in baseball. I don't think that's an outrageous claim at this point at all. And thinking back two years to the way that you know, from the way that Merrill was perceived then to the way that he's perceived now, talking about him really being a top 15 pitcher in baseball potentially yeah. is yeah. is really remarkable. Let's give it up for Mike Hazen, who has an, uh, an, a knack for finding talent in, in places that you just don't necessarily think to look, you know? And I mean, finding yeah. deals, finding values, finding guys like this that are given an opportunity uh, and you pair them with the great coaching staff that they have here. And next thing you know, you have... Merrill Kelly looking the way he does, you know, and even then, like this wasn't Merrill at 100%. So let's get Merrill at 100% and see where he ranks because, yeah, based on the results, he could potentially even be a top 10 pitcher. He could be potentially the Diamondbacks number one based on, you know, the some, some numbers, but we'll see what happens next season. Of course, uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. This team uh, still has a lot to uh, build on and a lot to add to this roster with some of the holes they have. So uh, we will be talking, of course, about some more free agency candidates here. But I did want to give a shout out to Ryan Baker for his super chat. Ryan said, with Josh Barfield going to the White Sox, is there any chance that helps with a deal? For Luis Robert Ro, Robert Jr. Robert uh, Robert, uh, <laughs> I know it might take uh, Drew Jones or more, but I feel like he would perfectly he would fit perfectly moving forward. I mean, yeah, I mean he's an 
incredible I'll uh, drive outfielder. Drew Jones to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the uh, there was a trade proposal uh, floating around from a, a White Sox something or other? An executive? Um, was it Elise? It was not. No, Elise is team? far too reasonable okay. for this trade proposal. I think yeah. some some people probably saw it. I believe it was Alec Thomas, Drew Jones, it. and Yumin Lin. Oh no! For, it's not. No. Uh, I think it was for Dylan Cease, though, right? Yes. Yeah, it was for Dylan. Yeah, Cease. it was for Dylan Cease, who definitely does not have as much trade value as Luis Robert. So hard pass. Yeah. Hard does pass. does Drew Jones alone get you Luis Robert? Uh, probably not. But. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think you're going to have to pay more than uh, or yeah, I, I mean, would you not do not use that trade that was floating around as a benchmark for anything? Yeah. I guess is is what I'm is yeah, what I'm trying to it's, say. It's lies, it's lies, and it's uh, it, it could be sued for slander, basically, is what I'm saying. Right? I mean, maybe it wouldn't be an outrageous, it's an outrageous proposal for Dylan Cease. Maybe it wouldn't be a. I kind of hate to say this. Maybe it's not totally out, an outrageous proposal for Luis Robert, given what the White Sox would want to move him. Yeah. Well, and, um, and you get back a center fielder rather than giving up the two center fielders of yeah. your future for yeah. a pitcher. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. You got me a little bit more on board with that deal. That's he why is, it makes Are you driving the boat to Chicago? Name it. No, I won't drive Alec. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll say farewell and <laughs> shed a tear. Shed as a he tear. Like, I don't have the heart to drive him to the airport. I can't even watch him go off into the terminal. Not at all. He's he's under team control through 2027. So that's four years of club control of a really, really yep. good player yep. in Luis Robert, who plays a really good center field, by the way. Um, yeah, he does. I don't know if. Yeah, I don't know exactly how he and Alec Thomas compare, yeah, but there probably wouldn't runs. be yeah, 38 home runs yeah. this past year for the White Sox. Mm. So, um, yeah, I mean, does does Josh Barfield going there have any impact? Yes. I would, no. He's a sleeper agent, Jesse. <laughs> this is what we said to I mean, I guess, for. does that give the White Sox, and like, oh, the White Sox really like the D-backs prospects now that Josh Barfield is there? I mean, Josh Barfield likes the D-backs prospect now that he's there. Well, you don't necessarily know that, though, right? That's true. Like, That's when true. you're the farm director of a team, you kind of have to like your own prospects. It's like Tori having to like his own players, else, right? You're like, like he doesn't finally, have a choice. Finally, I can be honest now. Yeah. I can say what I really oh, think man, of all those these guys. guys. sucked. Yeah, no. I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly how he felt. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't anticipate the Diamondbacks making, uh, making that trade. Yeah, well, uh, we've talked about baseball needing... Uh, some some rules when it comes to free agency, right? Or for some some spending, right? Some caps, some needs some some, some floors. Salary, salary caps definitely salary needs, floors. Some, needs a ceiling, needs a floor. But you know who else might need a floor? You. And if you do, check out Empire Today uh, because Empire Today keeps shopping for floors simple. You like what I did there? Uh, they have a curated product selection that allows you to pick from some great options without having to look through millions and millions of options. You tell them what you're looking for, and they will provide you with whatever flooring matches your needs. They also have their virtual floor designer, so you can go ahead and take a look at how those floors will look in your home, and you, and you don't even have to change out your pajamas. You just do it right on your computer, uh, upload a picture, and instantly see how the new floors will look in your room. This is where AI is good, not where it's writing <laughs> articles for us and doing things like replacing <laughs> Derek Monti as the host of the show. It's making shopping for floors simple and easy. So check out Empire today. You can schedule a free in-home estimate. All listeners can receive a $350 discount when they use promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash phnx for details and that is at empire today all right uh arizona lottery by the way has great 
great, great options for you uh, procrastinators out there that wait to do your last minute holiday shopping. But it's if like you, you're subtweeting me, it is like I'm, I'm it's like I'm talking to you, but I'm not looking in your direction at all. I'm just going to keep it looking forward. But of course, you don't have to be a procrastinator to grab holiday scratchers from Arizona Lottery. You can get them right now. I have one right here, right here. I have it ready to go. We each won two dollars and fifty cents. We did. We did. And he thinks I'm going to split it with him uh, yeah. evenly like that when I did all the work of scratching it. Get out of here. But uh, there is a scratch for everyone in your life and of course they make great stocking stuffers they great make great last minute gifts they make great gifts period even if you're an early shopper like myself so go out and buy your holiday scratchers today and get uh, some of those people scratched off your list but we want to thanks thank the fine folks at Arizona lottery by the way because we are now going to take a look into our I guess you could say it's our it's our snow globe but tis the season for looking ahead and let's take a look ahead here uh there it is look at that beautiful guy he's all ready for the holiday season uh let's take a look ahead at some free agency uh potential targets for the Arizona Diamondbacks because we know that they are going to be uh definitely targeting pitchers and we've talked about how important that is so Jesse is going to tell you about Michael Waka while I go ahead and scratch off this snow globe cash scratcher that's going to take you a while Uh, it's going to take me a while it looks like it has a lot to it uh but jesse has a lot to say about michael waka so so we'll see which one of us gets done first jesse if you will they're really making you work for that they really are and that's why i'm not surface area i'm I'm really not giving you that's why i'm not giving you uh 50 of this but go ahead do your thing uh so yeah michael waka a guy that we talked about briefly on friday we were looking for a black friday deal for the diamondbacks in free agency uh kenta maeda was uh, sort of our headliner name then. He, of course, signed with the Detroit Tigers over the weekend. is no longer an option. But there are still a couple of guys out there uh, who could be had uh, reasonably affordably, we think, in free agency, uh, who put up some pretty good numbers in 2023. And Michael Walk is one of them. 134 in a third innings this year for the Padres, a 3-2-2 ERA, a 1.16 whip, 22, 22.4% strikeout rate, a 7.8% walk rate. Both of those basically right at league average, uh, slightly better than league average on both fronts. Uh, and then a FIP of 3.89. So, yeah, I think there's some evidence with Michael Waka that like, I wouldn't sign Michael Waka and expect him to post a 3.22 ERA in 2024. But, you know, he could certainly be a, a solid contributor for the Diamondbacks that won't cost nearly as much as some of the other guys that we've been talking about. You done? I, I, I scratched it off, but yeah, I'm like seeing if I won. So, I mean, that's going to take some time too. You have to, you have to decode it. Yeah, or no, it's, yeah, there's a lot here, Jesse. You just don't just, <laughs> it's not just very straightforward. You got to find, you see, you got your little bank of numbers down here and then you got your little snow globe, just like we have our little snow globe. Oh. Uh, you got to make sure that those are all straight. But uh, yes, the, when it comes to obviously finding a holiday deal, uh, that is something that the Diamondbacks are very much looking for because we've seen how the market has kind of, fluctuated there's been some talk about the diamondbacks kind of being priced out of starting pitching which i don't really believe is the case i still think there's plenty of options out none there of the them. if if sunny gray had gotten four years and 110 million then it'd be like all right abort free agency it's not gonna work <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's turn do something around. else let's go back yeah but but him getting three three years and 75 million like i said yesterday it's more than people expected but the guy finished second in cy young voting mm-hmm. i was pretty skeptical of you know some predictions he was going to go for three years and 60 million that's just not a contract that you give to someone who just finished second in cy young voting arguably at the best season of his career certainly one of the best seasons of his career and has a track record of of putting up 
you know, similar numbers to that. This wasn't like the first time we've ever seen Sonny Gray be good. So all that to say, I, I'm still not totally alarmed at the at the prices of free, ag- of free agent starting pitchers. It is high, yes, but it's not. We expected it to be high. It's basically been about what we've expected it to be so far. We didn't win on that one. We didn't by the win. Way. No, we didn't oh, darn win on it. that one. You, you know. did all that work. Derek. I know. I did a lot of work. I did a lot of work. <laughs> I'm going to double check my work later just to make sure. But uh, the, the Diamondbacks, again, uh, they have some work to put in. And another great option for them uh, might be Seth Lugo. Uh, again, another guy who isn't going to cost them nearly as much as some of the other options out there. But let's take a look at Seth Lugo's numbers from this season. Uh, he's 34, so again, he's on the older side. It's not somebody that they're going to give a long-term contract to, which right now might be exactly what they're looking for potentially. I, do, yeah. I, I don't know what the St. Louis Cardinals are doing necessarily, but I feel like bringing in a guy uh, right now to fill the rotation, you know, at least for like two seasons, is probably you know what the Diamondbacks are looking for unless they can get a younger guy like Jordan Montgomery that they can – kind of insurer is going to be here for five years plus and still be uh, performing at a high level. But yeah, so, well, I don't, I don't know if Jordan Montgomery yeah, that, would still yeah, be performing at a high level that's, after yeah, five years. Derek. That might be too much, <laughs> but uh, Lugo uh, pitched 146 and a third innings this year. He had 3.57 ERA, which is nothing to, nothing to sneeze at at all with a 1.20 whip. Uh, he had a 23.2% strikeout rate, 6% walk and a 3.83 FIP. Yeah. Very similar on the, uh, on the FIP front. They These are two. Yeah. Uh, very, very similar. Uh, Seth Lugo, uh, a guy that, you know, I think back in August or September looking at free agents, he just felt like the kind of guy that D-backs would, would sign yeah. uh, because he's not going to cost what a lot of the other guys in the market will. And yet a 357 ERA over 146 in the third innings. It's pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot of value there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he pitched in San Diego, so it's it's certainly a, a pretty pitcher-friendly environment. He also had um, an injury that he missed time with, so it was... Yeah, he missed uh, about a month with a calf strain. Michael Waka also missed some time. He had right shoulder inflammation that kept him out for about a month and a half. So neither of these guys pitched uh, like a full, full season worth of innings. I think Lugo made 26 starts. Waka made 24 starts. My memory is serving me. Um, give me these guys. Give me this mid three ERA with a, you know, uh, a, a two year deal that's not going to cost the Diamondbacks a ton. I mean, right now, I feel like yeah. them slotting in at either three or four in the starting rotation is is not out of the question for either one of those guys and again they're not they're not on the young side of things but again that's what's going to keep the cost minimal and if they can perform like they did last year it's 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 a plus for this team yeah lugo is almost like the uh eh, i don't know if i love the 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 comp of like a poor man sunny gray but he like is also 34 and also is coming off a pretty good season. So it's a pretty bad comp. Honestly, <laughs> uh, Seth Lugo just became a starting pitcher in 2023 yeah, and used primarily leader, right? out of the bullpen. Uh, he back at like the dawn of the Statcast era. Seth Lugo was like the, the guy with the curveball that spun a ton. Uh, he had like just a ridiculous spin rate on his, on his curveball. That was that was a really big thing for a while. Uh, but yeah, you know he's he's a little bit Merrill Kelly esque, I guess, in that he throws a lot of different pitches and commands them pretty well. And you know uh, doesn't really have any kind of crazy wipeout stuff, but he just kind of knows how to use his arsenal. At least he appeared to know how to use his arsenal fairly well uh, as this first season as a starter progressed. And yeah, again, as I said with Waka. I don't think that Waka's 322 ERA in 2023 
is all that repeatable if I'm being honest. And I don't really know if Lugo's 3.57 ERA is repeatable either. Uh, looking under the hood at some of the numbers, I, I think they're probably more like four, four and a half ERA type pitchers, um, which makes them not ideal. Like again, sure. you want, you probably want the Diamondbacks to shoot a little bit higher than these guys. But from a value standpoint, I think Fangraphs has Seth Lugo getting two years, 26 million. Uh, they have Michael Walker getting three years, 39 million. That's $13 million a year for each of these guys. Uh, I guess it makes sense that Lugo would get two years and Walker would get three. He's two years older. Uh, Walker's 32, Lugo's 34. But uh, yeah, you know, it makes some sense. Like th- these are, these are reasons, these would be reasonable moves for the D backs to make, even if they're not the most exciting things that they could do. These guys are borderline Spider Man pointing at each other. Uh, meme, pretty right? close because yeah pretty like, similar you could get either one of these guys whatever one's going to cost you less might be the better way to go with lugo like you said is older waka brings the fact that i can make fozzy bear jokes a lot if he's <laughs> part of this team which i'm very excited about uh but there's also the idea here that uh you know of course uh the both both guys average 5.6 innings per start yeah, both guys yeah. had nearly <laughs> the, best the same comp is each other. what am i yeah, saying they are the best comp right? <laughs> you're absolutely right uh, they, but but bringing in seth lugo at two years and 26 million dollars versus the three years 75 sunny gray was going to cost him i know he's not the pitcher sunny gray no. is obviously but i mean that's still that's a pretty good you know Second place, that's a pretty good consolation prize, I guess. If yeah. you get, get Sonny Gray, get, get a guy with his experience. Because, again, uh, you know, we, we, we talk about Zach Gallen being the ace of the staff, but Zach Gallen also talks about being a student of the game, and he's still very young himself, right? So bringing in guys with experience, especially that can, you know, brush off on a Brandon Fott, brush off on a, you know, on, on a Zach Gallen isn't the worst thing at all. Um, and, yeah. again, they, they also know the Padres. They also know the Padres. There you go. You can tell tell all of the secrets. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I do want to say real quick, uh, neither of these guys were good third time through the order, which <laughs> no duh. I mean, that's kind of it kind of goes that way for every starting pitcher, but there's a pretty significant drop off for each of them. Michael Waka had a 590 opponent OPS the first time through, 638 OPS second time through, jumps to 854 the third time through. Jesse, it doesn't matter. After this postseason run, Torrey is never going to let a starting pitcher ever pitch against the uh, <laughs> rotation third time through ever again, ever again. It's never going to happen. you imagine he's just like, like pulling Brandon Fodd after like four innings with, with 52 <laughs> pitches or something? Like, oh, I for, oh is this not the playoffs? Uh, like, this is what I do now. I'm sorry. I'm a different guy now. I'm a different manager. But thinking ahead to like if the Diamondbacks were to make the playoffs again in 2024, which as we said yesterday, I think is kind of like the benchmark for success for them going into next season. You don't want to run into the same problem that you had before, right? Lugo and and Waka, these are guys that would give you an option, certainly a better option that the D-backs had to start uh, game four uh, or game three. I don't know how they would uh, order it, um, you know, in a seven-game series. But these guys still are not ideal starting pitchers in the postseason. They're not. They don't have good numbers the third time through. They would, you know, they would certainly be guys that you would limit to, you know, four or five innings. It, it doesn't it's not the needle mover that maybe you'd be looking for uh, kind of as I said earlier. So just just something to think about, you know, thinking ahead to the postseason and what that could look like. That's very fair. That's very fair. Well, uh, like we said, uh, it is the season to go out there and get some holiday scratchers from Arizona Lottery. A great place to grab those scratchers, of course, is at Circle K. Uh, you can also fill up your gas tank, fill yourself up. Uh, you can get 
up to 25 cents off per gallon on your first five Phillips if you join their Inner Circle program for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply. Participating locations, visit CircleK.com for details. They will send you all sorts of free gifts all the time, not just during the holiday season. They'll send you gifts year-round, including free snacks from Circle K Snacks. I got uh, I got a free roller item, which includes a lot of things over at Circle K. So make sure to grab that Inner Circle app. You get all sorts of stuff for free. Uh, you can get buy five, get the six one free on a selection of Circle K products, as well as saving three cents per gallon every day after uh, those 25 cents off on your first five Phillips. So make sure to check out that Inner Circle program today. Also, check out BetMGM Sportsbook if you're interested in making your sports uh, viewing life more interesting, more exciting. You can place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the mobile application of at least $10. If you do, you'll receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. All you have to do is download the Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com and sign up with code PHNX. Deposit at least $10 into your newly created account and place a wager in that amount or more uh, at a standard odds price. Once you have done so, you will receive $200 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Sign up today. Use that bonus code of PHNX. Place your first sportsbook wager again through the sportsbook mobile application of at least $10. You'll receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Ontario. Still well, don't know why we do that. I don't know, because we just do it. We just, it's a tradition, Jesse. There's lots of traditions. Uh, what we don't know is if Shane there is the real Shane. Or an AI-created chain, Ooh. right? Am I right? We don't. That's there's deep. no way to prove that. Uh, and according to an article from Futurism.com, we're not the only ones who don't know anything about AI or using AI. Apparently, Sports Illustrated allegedly published content from non-existent writers with AI-generated headshots. That's right. Uh, they 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 AI they they generated writers. They created. Uh, basic white dude writer uh, and made him into somebody <laughs> that they kind of put like I guess, a lot like me. I, I guess <laughs> yeah, look a lot like Jesse. Jesse. Jesse could be somewhere on that AI generated <laughs> list of, of pictures, but uh, there is some uh, there is some allegations that even the content in the articles, the written pieces, were AI generated, and it's hard to deny it when you're reading some of the pieces. Like this one that starts off by saying volleyball is one of the most popular sports in the world, and for good reason. What? Not soccer, Jesse. Not not F1 racing. Not not baseball or basketball or any of those. Volleyball. And then it goes on to say you don't need a volleyball to practice, but it's like a good idea too and stuff. There, it's all sorts of weird. But basically, it's, it's my that statement is mind-numbingly general. It's, volleyball is <laughs> one of the most popular sports in the world, and for good Every, reason. Everything in that's that the particular sentence article. That you, that's the sentence that you write in like your eighth grade English class yes. that your English teacher yes. like like. X's out in red because yeah. it's like it doesn't what do you say something interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, start, you're not really adding anything right. by saying that. Right. Uh, the Arena Group, which is Sports Illustrated's publisher, because Sports Illustrated was like not real. It's like just the title Sports Illustrated or whatever. I, I don't really 
get it. But basically, the Arena Group owns Sports Illustrated, and they Correct. said that they were contracting a third-party company called Advon Commerce uh, for content uh, in order to put up these articles. And again, they weren't actually like pieces. You weren't getting AI-generated like updates on the Arizona Cardinals or anything. Uh, these were mostly like fluff pieces just added in for additional content. They were re- right. like this one was reviewing different kinds of volleyballs, for instance. Uh, and that seemed to be what uh, fake writer Drew Ortiz specialized in was fake product reviews. So this was almost <laughs> like, I, I don't even know, this might have been paid content, you know, like by maybe partners in order for them to review their products or whatever the case may be. But they didn't want to necessarily put the work into having real people test these volleyballs out, Jesse. So let, they let the AI just go ahead and handle it. And uh, uh, the Arena Group and Advon Commerce, they continue to assert that only the writers' bios uh, were AI generated. And they did that to protect privacy. <laughs> they did it to protect the writer's privacy. Well, we'd all know how Jesse does not want to ever be credited for any of the work that he does. So uh, <laughs> that's definitely tracks. But it would seem like some of the articles, again, were definitely AI generated. And it's just terrible. You know, it's terrible because right now we're living in a world where AI is not fully understood by a lot of people no we've, we've taken up some so apps it's gonna it's gonna take my job it's gonna rule my life it abs- did you not hear years. the opening damon can you play the opening again this is this is not me folks <laughs> this is an ai cloning app that i found that i uploaded an episode of our show and i requested it to say the intro damon if you would hello and welcome to the phnx dbacks podcast right here on phnx Oh, I My name it. is Derek Montia. No, Occasionally it's not. You're a robot. As your mayor of PHNX. I'm Derek Montia. And I'm joined by my vice mayor, the one and only Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. First of all, I could never be that subdued in my entire life. We all know that. Everybody knows that. I am... Uh, I am incapable of talking that slowly but i mean maybe it does it does sound like you for sure but to be fair no one's listening to that podcast because you sound incredibly bored like, it's like yeah it's like eeyore yeah there's yeah. zero it's the like, like intonation yeah. it, it's just, it's it'd be a very dull lesson <laughs> well, uh, i'm very glad that you don't sound this like is that the, well i mean that's the thing though right is that that's like okay nobody wants to listen to that podcast but if i was an ai generated person that they could throw in the background of a movie and just use me whenever they wanted to make a freaking big crowd scene right i think this people is, are already doing this well Derek. no this is what i think, the, I think like, your voice is showing up in no all kinds i know of i mean right we're now. we're we're useless jesse we are just <laughs> you might as well just put us out to pasture because these <laughs> computers are going to take over but this is like what actors and writers were striking against this is one of the main things that they were striking against in hollywood because as you can see uh i in a matter of five minutes was able to find a program pay a 20 dollars annual subscription for it and get myself my own intro i'm just that's how i'm doing the show from now on i'm not doing the work i'm just gonna write everything out like i do in my notes and he's gonna take care of it from now on but i think there's there's one thing that's not really understood and this is something you can appreciate this is something i appreciate very much or at least need to like acknowledge how important it is at the end of the day ai generated content isn't actually ai generated content it's stolen it's stolen from everything that exists. None of the AI stuff could exist without the content that it's pulling these ideas and these images from. When you upload your picture to one of those fun, you know, apps where you get to see yourself as different paintings and different cartoon styles and Pixar characters, sure. you know, that's one of the p- places it's pulling from. When it's pulling those Pixar images, it's pulling it from Pixar cartoons that actually okay, exist. Okay, okay, fair, but counterpoint 
w- would you be like really Derek Montia were it not for all of the content that you've consumed oh, over the years, no. Derek? <laughs> oh no, that's that, I'm not ready to handle that because you're not. Question, I mean, you're Jesse. not saying that the AI is directly just like like old fashioned plagiarizing it. Like it's not copying stuff word for word. It's just like the way that it does things is informed by all of the stuff that exists on the internet. You could make a case that human beings, we kind of operate in a similar way, uh, not the same way. I'm not not trying to actually make this legitimate comparison. (laughs) But... I'm he, just, I'm just, play, I'm just playing Saul. devil's advocate. Right? Saul, Saul, you can replace him now because he has like lots of articles out there. And all I need to do is go to chat GPT and ask it to write me an article in the voice of Jesse Friedman. And it's going to absolutely nail it. You know that I could be about Alec Thomas's OPS in 2022. It's going to fucking nail it. And that's the way that it's going to go. So do you really want, like we, what are you doing? You're on the computer side. This is how Jesus and Mero broke I up. I mean, I guess I, I guess I am sort of making the, point that ai is getting um i mean it's doing it's doing these things pretty well because it's kind of figured out how to match like what human beings brains do better than i hoped i would see in my lifetime (laughs) um and so yeah i mean it It just it happened really fast you know what i mean it did happen really fast fast, right and And i feel like in another 10 or 20 years AI, I'm not going to say it's going to rule the world or take all our jobs, Derek, but I do think it is going to have a pretty significant impact on how we on how we live our day to day lives. Yeah, because we're going to be at war with the robots and we're going to be living in, you know, Terminator, basically. That's (laughs) what we're going to be doing. Yeah, exactly. Elizabeth saying Jesse's making me think and I don't like it. I don't like it either. You're not making me think if I'm just AI, like is my brain just artificial intelligence? I don't know, because you're right. You're right. The AI robot, Derek, is really good at some things. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll make a... It's bad a, at hands and spelling, but it's yeah, good at other it's things. it's really bad at some things. Yeah. Like, emotions are really hard. As you could hear but, that. But at the same time, like, I don't know, when I was, when I was a math teacher uh, not all that long ago, I was very cognizant that, like, you know, getting my students to be really good at you know the like just the literal operations of of things like adding and subtracting and you know uh, all of the all of the nonsense that you learn in algebra all this stuff i was like were you teaching small children i thought you were <laughs> teaching like high school kids sure yeah that's fair i was not i was not directly teaching anyone addition and subtraction um i'm trying not to give like a super obscure example here um but yeah like as a math teacher i was always mindful that robots are already pretty much better than human beings yeah. and doing the literal calculations yeah. and what becomes most important then for students to learn is how do we interpret this information how do we how do we make it useful in the real world how do we you know how do we help program some of this stuff because that i mean it's pretty clear that like ai and robots and, and whatever i mean computers are increasingly running the world it seems like on a, on a daily basis and they are better than human beings at at certain things frankly like human being or robots are better than me even at math in a number of different capacities yeah. because we've just gotten to the point where the technology is that good but in, in my opinion it's just never going to be able to replace what a you know what an actual human being will be able to do there is a middle ground where we meet and we partner up right we do the 
Hogan Macho Man handshake, which again you don't understand no, that I don't reference that because yeah. you haven't had a chance to have your. There AI are familiar names now. That. Yeah, no, but <laughs> I think that you're, you're. That's the important thing, and that's again going back just for instance to the strike in Hollywood and what they're fighting for in regards to limiting what they can do with AI. They they want to make sure that you're not just using us as like you know, a, a, a basis of, of, you know, and I, I'm going to take your image. I'm going to pay you a hundred dollars and then I'm going to be able to use you in however many movies and TV shows I want, because I paid you a hundred bucks. I got your image. And now you're, you know, that literally is, is taking jobs away from people. But you, then you ask how valuable of a job is it? You're an extra in the background. You are background. You're like a tree. You're like a car. You're like any other inanimate object. That's sure. purpose is just to be there in the background of a scene while two actors who are the main focus, you know, act. But, you know, it, again, it's, it's like, when does it stop? And if we don't learn to control it now before it kind of gets out of hand, we not, might not be able to control it at all, right? <laughs> we don't want a Terminator situation. No, we want, yeah, we want a different situation. We want, I, I mean, I can't think, like most science fiction movies, this ends poorly, right? Like I can't think of like one where we live harmoniously with robots and yeah, that's the yeah. end of the movie. But definitely, hopefully, definitely not. Hopefully that's the case. I still want robot umpires though. And I don't care if they're AI or not. They could totally steal my voice for a robot umpire and I would be fine with that just to let everybody know that. But uh, again, if you want to escape uh, the robots and the AI and all of that, a great way to do so is to go to Gila River Resorts and Casinos for a staycation. It's also It also makes a fantastic uh, holiday gift, maybe for your significant other. Surprise them with a staycation here in town. Uh, Gila River Resorts and Casinos, uh, no one does it better. They offer an authentic and immersive experience all about uh, their level, high level of entertainment and excitement that you won't find anywhere else. And again, you can get out of the valley right here while you're still staying in the valley. And you can be uh, gaming on their state-of-the-art gaming floor with over 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, and live table gaming. You can also be in the Arizona's largest casino sportsbook over there at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. They also have dining options and so much more. Uh, again, it's great for a night out or great for that staycation. Great for a gift this holiday season. So you do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playathila.com for more details. I love Wild Horse. Can it's, I just say that? Yeah, no, it's good. Me and Damon went there for like, what was it? It was like a team meeting and we were like, this is dangerous. Don't bring us here because we're not going <laughs> to go back to the office and do work. Like we, like we literally had little slot machines in our eyes as we were trying to walk it's out of that place. Floor. Oh, it's a great floor. Yeah. It's like Vegas. It really is. But That's it smells what, way better. It, it does. <laughs> it does not smell as uh, like cigarettes nearly as much as Las Vegas. Is that, as what, a whole is that what Vegas smells like? Yeah, just as been. a whole. Outside, inside, the whole city smells like cigarettes. Jesse, <laughs> uh, again, uh, no, the holiday season is going to uh, hit your wallet hard. So make sure you get your finances straight and you can do so with Desert Financial Credit Union. For more than 84 years, Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union, uh, dedicated to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and providing financial solutions that make lives better they can make your life better they got me started on my home ownership journey and they can get yours started you started as well uh, you can look to desert financial for checking and savings accounts mortgages loans credit cards investment options and so much more join a credit union that is committed to giving back to the community and sharing success with its members when you open a free checking account online today you'll get 200 in bonuses get started by visiting desertfinancial.com 200 I could use $200 right now. 
uh, yeah. with how much money I spent over the course of this weekend. That's mm. for sure. Uh, I, I I went a little crazy yesterday, Derek. This is wild to hear. I feel really gross when I spend more than like a hundred dollars on anything. <laughs> so uh, that's funny. I think I, I felt crossed gross that after, threshold on Cyber Monday. Yeah, I did not feel good about it. <laughs> I, I felt gross after I passed my first thousand dollars. Oh, so we are in two different boats. <laughs> but uh, I will say that a, a lot of that money was spent over at the phnxlocker.com. And of course, there are still some great shirts, great options, great stuff for you guys to, to get over there at the phnxlocker.com. Grab yourself a diehard membership and you will get your shirt of your choice for free right now over at the phnxlocker.com. So check out uh, all the things we have to offer. Get that diehard membership. Look at that beautiful National League Rookie of the Year shirt. You can get that over at the locker uh, and so much more. You get Jesse's newsletter if you become a diehard member. You also get access to our members-only Discord lounge and so much more. It is the best place to be an Arizona sports fan. So come over here. Join the family at PHNX over at gophnx.com. Well, that's all I got uh, for you guys. Uh, and you drop a like before you go. We always appreciate that. I mean, <laughs> Gabby's showing up late, but I get it. He's got holiday shopping to do himself. Uh, I think but, AI Derek still has a lot more to say. No, but no, I don't want to listen to AI Derek. <laughs> we'll anymore. sign off. I'm going to have then... nightmares about that. But yeah, I am going to make the use of that uh, that year log subscription for sure. So we'll be AI Derek will be back. Did you soon purchased enough. a subscription. I really did. I really did. It was on a holiday sale. It's twenty dollars for a horse all year, was it? It, was, it almost pays for itself, to be honest. But, uh, you can make sure to visit uh, the real Derek Montia. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. I don't know what the fake AI Derek's Twitter handle is, but you can figure that out. Uh, Jesse's at Jesse N. Friedman. Of course, uh, People's Producer Damon is at Damon Dog. That's D-A-W-G. Uh, we are Damon's Dogs. Bark, bark, bark. Yeah. Got that with that time. See, I adjusted yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you came to me. What, oh, a, what a change of pace. Well, by the way, Jesse and I absolutely were tossing some bags last night at Cornhole. Even though we didn't win our series, I felt like we we still won. We still we still got more points overall. So I think we still won, even though we didn't technically yeah, win. Yeah, I guess we were, um, uh, like Dodgers isn't a perfect analogy here, but like our overall point differential was quite good, even though we even though we lost. Yeah. So it feels yeah. like there's a, a, a yeah. Dodgers yeah. analogy built in there and look, somewhere. Now there's some trust built between us. I think I got a solid partner, you know, when we go out and do these. I kind of carried us some of the wow. some of some some of, some of it. Like a really insult shot. The insult. Oh, man. That's the insult. Do we not remember who sank like three bags in a row at one point? Yeah. I yeah. Think. At one point. At one point. It did. It happened once. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm not going to stand here for this slander anymore, so I'm going to wrap it up. But, of course, you can follow us uh, at PHNX underscore D-backs. But, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys so much for stopping by, being here in the chat. Uh, appreciate you, as always. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when you're a real human being and not AI. <laughs>